Hello and welcome to episode number 50 of the Random Thoughts Podcast. That's R-A-N-D-U-M-B thoughts.com online. I am your host, Darren O'Neill. On today's show, we're going to be talking about why I think Cafe Press may be the worst company in the history of the free world. But before we get to that, this is episode 50. That's a pretty cool thing for me. It's a milestone. I mean, it's not huge. It's not 100. It's not 500. But 50 seems like a nice round number that we're celebrating a little bit getting to this point. As a solo podcast, I think we talked about it a little bit when we started out in episode one. It's a different kind of a thing when you're doing a solo podcast. You don't have anybody to fall back upon. You don't have anybody to worry about not showing up. But you have to have all of your own thoughts. You have to keep the show going yourself. You actually have to be somebody that can talk maybe way more than a normal person should. And I've been accused of that by my wife and many other people. And I think I have the gift of the gab. And I just wanted to thank everybody right up front for coming along on this little journey that has become random thoughts. My buddy Larry Blydner over at thatlarryshow.com was the guy that gave me the initial kick in the ass to go this solo route. He's also joined Ryan Bemrose and myself on Grumpy Old Ben's a couple of times, and Larry has his own podcast, and he is just the ultimate storyteller, has some great stories, and has a attitude that if you like random thoughts, you'll definitely like Larry's show as well. So go check that out if you can, because without that Larry's show, I don't know if random thoughts ever exist. So thank you, Larry, for that. And besides Larry, we've heard from tons of people that like the show, including a lot of the people that do their own shows on the No Agenda stream, where this show is featured at noagendastream.com. We have my buddy, Ryan Bemrose, who I do a podcast with called Grumpy Old Ben's. He's been very supportive of the show, although he tells me from time to time what I'm doing wrong. He's not shy about that. And every now and then he has a point. So I appreciate the input. Heard from both John Fletcher and Carolyn Blaney of the Hog Story podcast, another podcast that goes on on the No Agenda stream. And their podcast can be found at hogstory.net. Always have nice things to say about this and the other podcast I'm doing with Ryan. And we appreciate that. It really is. It's a nice big community that goes on a nice big family over at the No Agenda stream. Nick the Rat and Adam and John from the No Agenda show, which is the name of the why we call it the No Agenda stream, because there is the No Agenda show, which is the podcast that has spawned so much more content beyond just the No Agenda show that it is kind of crazy when you see the community that has grown up around that. And I am very appreciative to be a part of that community, to have met so many cool people in what they call the troll room, which it's the chat room over at the no agenda show, which you can find at noagendastream.com. You can also find the chat room there. I've been doing live shows on Friday with the grumpy old Ben's podcast and Ryan Bemrose. And every now and then I will jump on there to do the Random Thoughts podcast live because it's always fun to get that input while you're recording the show. Although it is a little bit easier to handle when you're doing a show with a partner because it's easier than while somebody else is talking to read the chat room and see what's going on. Rather than when you're doing a solo show, it's a little bit harder to keep track of that. So it's a little bit harder to do 
that multitasking, watching the chat room at the same time is doing a solo show. But hey, every now and then I attempt it and usually have a whole lot of fun doing it. And then there is Mark Von Dyke of the Mark and George show of the Void Zero show, the guy that made all of the No Agenda Stream servers work together, set the whole thing up, made all the magical stuff happen behind the scenes. So our words of wisdom that go out on the No Agenda Stream can reach everybody. He does another cool show. Uh, well, two cool shows. The Void Zero show, which happens like once a week, and then the Mark and George show, which happens mm, kind of once a week. But you can find that at noagenda.ninja for the Void show, and you can find the Mark and George show at markandgeorgeshow.com. And all of the people that come along for the live shows, the people that hang out during the No Agenda show, so many people in the chat rooms, Sir Matthew, JC Jr., Jason 13, Blitzed, Radix, Cold Acid, Karma King, Trolldar, Digiguru, Progo, Gene Witch, Spooky R. There are so many people that make this whole community an awesome thing. If I missed anybody, feel free to call me out in the chat room and I'll give you a big in the morning. And thank you for listening to this show and the others that are being produced on the No Agenda stream. The number one fan, though, of the Random Thoughts podcast so far, I have to say, is our buddy Jay Finley, a.k.a. Baron Walkman, and we really appreciate all of the comments. We really appreciate all of the financial donations. We do work on the value-for-value value model, so if you really dig the show, you can go over to randomthoughts.com and click that little donation button, and Jay Finley has done that a few times, and we really and truly appreciate it. It helps not only keep the lights on, the microphones humming, and all the usual little uh, cliches that we like to throw out there, but that is the ultimate. You know, people can tell you, hey, I really like your podcast, but half the time you don't even know if they're listening or if they get it. Jay Finley, we appreciate everything you've done for the show, and it's helping to take random thoughts. And here we are at number 50. Hopefully, we'll be even bigger and better come show 100. The reason for today's show being Cafe Press Sucks goes back a little while, but it came up recently due to the fact that I did some artwork for the No Agenda Show, which won. The No Agenda Show is a podcast that has artists doing guerrilla artwork. Every podcast, and there are two podcasts a week, that while the show's going on, artists like myself are contributing art that is hopefully going to be used. One of them is going to be picked for the album art for that particular show. So it's cool when you go to different MP3 podcast players, it always has a different piece of artwork. It catches the eye. I've been doing unique artwork for random thoughts for a while. Now we started out the first 10 episodes or so with just the same image. And then we got into that for this podcast as well. I created a piece of art for the no agenda show, which was a no agenda university sweatshirt. And after that piece won, I said to myself, you know, I think maybe some people would actually like to purchase this as a product. The No Agenda show has a ton of listeners. And I remembered, hey, I have a Cafe Press account. Let me go see what it would cost, how to set this up to make these No Agenda University sweatshirts. Uh, it turns out, because of the problems we're having here, the No Agenda Sweatshirts are currently available at teespring.com slash noagendauniversity. But I went to Cafe Press, which I haven't been on in a little over a year. 
for various reasons. We'll go back. We'll go back to the beginning of the Cafe Press story for me. And that goes back to April of 2005 is when I first created the account. I had a couple things printed up for my dad. My nephew was getting into Little League, stuff like that at the point. So we had some, you know, mouse pad mugs and that kind of stuff made up. And the overall quality of the merchandise for the price, I always thought was at least decent. And everything, you know, it seemed the products were good and all that. And everything worked out until I tried to get some products made last year. Because I'd gone years without really worrying about what was going on, not really trying to make anything. But I had put up a few different designs, and a lot of them were based upon my like, well, love at the time for the Chicago White Sox and my hatred. Well, maybe that's strong, but dislike for the Chicago Cubs. And when I went to get some of that stuff printed up, because I had gotten some money in my account, because the money, once you sell things on Cafe Press, you generate some funds. And then the funds sit there until they, you know, you get a payout or you use it to buy other merchandise on their store. So I had some money sitting in there. And I figured I wanted to buy some products. And I went in and I tried to buy a shirt that's uh, one of the what that I had printed up, which is. Sox fans appreciate the game. Cubs fans appreciate the 35 bars within walking distance. And that's a shirt that had been bought a decent amount of times. Well, all of a sudden, Cafe Press decided it was going to flag a bunch of my designs for copyright infringement. And the designs that they flagged for copyright infringement are the shirt that I just mentioned. Sox fans appreciate the game. Cubs fans appreciate the 35 bars within walking distance. All text, no logos or anything, because I understand copyright law and I understand trademarks. And I wasn't looking to get sued by a major metropolitan sports franchise. I mean, I'm not a complete moron. The other shirts had, or the other designs, because you put them on mugs and all that other stuff too, but the other designs were just the word Cubs in blue text. With the usual, you know, red circle and slash, so like no Cubs. That was one of them. One of them was just the word socks, S-O-X, then the greater than sign, and then Cubs. And one was Southside Irish, Sockside Irish, with a green three-leaf clover. And, you know, we had Sockside on the top, green three-leaf clover, and then Irish underneath. And all of those were flagged for copyright issues. Oddly enough, one of my designs that just says socks side Irish over the colors of the Irish flag, perfectly fine, is still active, was never taken down. But I went and looked at the time because they're like, well, you cannot use these, you know, trademark names, copyrighted names, whatever it was. And I'm like, well, I hate to tell you, the Cubs don't own the word Cubs. There are these things called bears, which I know is also a Chicago sports franchise, but there are actually animals called bears who then, when they have little bears, they're cubs. It's a word. It's in the dictionary. It's not something that is owned by the baseball team. The word SOX, not owned by the White Sox, not owned by the Red Sox. It's been used for years, you know, to mean different things. Sox, even going back into the 50s was used as slang for, you know, Bobby Soxers, those kind of things. So SOX, also not a word that can be trademarked or it can't really be copyrighted. But for whatever reason, at the point then I was mad 
and was like, well, screw you guys. And I, I pointed out 29 items at the time. I sent them a list because I went through and just did a search for various terms, including socks and cubs and patriots, things like that. And found at least 29 things that were more infringing, way more than mine. And a lot of those are still active today. So go figure, Cafe Press. I don't really know how they run this system of what they allow and what they don't, but it doesn't seem to have any logic behind it. But I went in the last time before I just went in recently this week to do the no agenda sweatshirt. The last time I tried to do anything was last April. April 15th, I tried to order some merchandise. I'm like, you know what? I have $94.47 in my cafe cash account, and there's no reason to let it sit there, although this has been accruing since like 2005. So like 13 years, that money's kind of been sitting there accruing, getting a sale here and there on some of the designs that I had posted on Cafe Press. It's been sitting there for like 13 years. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I should use this. Maybe I shouldn't let this sit there any longer. At least I can get some free t-shirts out of the thing. It might be cool. I didn't have random thoughts going. Then otherwise I'd been ordering up some random thoughts or grumpy old Ben, some kind of shirts that I, I would have enjoyed giving out as promos and stuff like that. So the order I tried to place had some of those bad infringing socks designs that I just told you they decided were against their copyright laws. So they canceled my order and they refunded the $94.47 into my cafe cash account. And they somehow then doubled the amount into my cafe cash account, which I did not use. I really, I should have been the asshole. I should have jumped on that right away and placed another order and used that because that $94.47, I was like, you know, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to see if they're ever going to catch it though. Because that's the kind of person that I am. Like, I want, there's how bad is their system? Are they going to catch that they made this mistake when they cancel this order that they seemingly double refunded my money that I had used from their local account? I guess they never did. But now we're going, we're jumping forward from April of 20 of 18 until this week when I'm like, you know what? I'm about to give Cafe Press some business because I think we're going to move a decent amount of these sweatshirts that are benefiting the No Agenda show. I'm not making any money on these things. Every penny that comes in, I'm donating to the No Agenda show because I wouldn't be selling any of them if it wasn't for that show existing. So I'm figuring this is kind of a nice way. Show a little podcaster love and generate some funds because the art was already there. All I had to do was take the No Agenda University artwork and upload that, which I could have done on Cafe Press, but I updated, uploaded that to teespring.com, which again, if you want one of those sweatshirts, teespring.com slash no agenda university. But when I went to my Cafe Press account to upload the design and see what these you know, sweatshirts would actually cost and how much profit there would be on each one. I noticed that my account had been drained. There was like $2.24 remaining in my cafe cash account. And I couldn't figure out exactly what the hell happened. Their website is really horrible as well when it comes to telling you what's going on. Because all I found in the bookkeeping portion of the site was there was an adjustment made to my account 
for $189.94, which just happens to be the money that they double refunded from the $94.47. So I decided to send an email to Cafe Press because I want to know where's my money. And all I'm asking about is the $94.47 that they actually owe me. This is the response that I got back to my email to them asking, what happened to my money? You know, the money that had been sitting there since like 2005, happily not going anywhere. The response I love when companies like this respond with the first line being something like this. Thank you for contacting Cafe Press. I am happy to help. Um, let's read further and see if they really are happy to help. I am very sorry that your account isn't showing what was earned. Looking into your account, it looks like you didn't have any payee information on file. Your check was unclaimed and has expired. If the account is not updated and we are unable to send payments to you, any payment that remains unclaimed 12 months after issuance shall be considered the property of Cafe Press in accordance with Section 7.5 of the Content Owners Agreement. These outstanding payments will be voided and the funds available to the company for donation to charitable organizations or other purposes. I am very sorry for the inconvenience this has caused. If there's anything else I can do for you, please let me know. So, I mean, let's just look at this business model here. And I didn't have any payee information in there because I really didn't want to generate payment to myself. And you needed to have, I don't even think they were taking PayPal when I first started this. You needed to have an amount over $100 for them to be able to generate a check to you. And I figured, who cares? I'll eventually buy t-shirts. I'm not making enough money on this thing where I needed to pull the cash out anyway. I just wanted the cash in there. So when I wanted to buy something, it would be there. But them saying that any payment that was unclaimed for 12 months, well, the money had been sitting there for like 13 years. This is this is all started. It just never got over the point of being over $100. And it still wouldn't be over $100 if they didn't screw up and double refund money on an order that they wouldn't let me buy because they said it was copyright material, which obviously was not copyrighted material. I tried to fight them on that whole thing, too. That was like talking to a wall. Got nothing but canned generic responses back with uh, words, bad, cubs, socks, copyrighted. Nobody wanted to kind of look at the whole thing like, yeah, can't copyright cubs. You can't copyright patriots. It's, it's a word that's in the dictionary. Anybody can use it. If you're not using a logo, if you're not using a trademark. So I don't know how we had a check issued because they said, again, I had no payment information. I had no payee information. So who did you write the check to that was unclaimed for 12 months? Huh? That's an interesting thing, isn't it? It's also great. I mean, it's not squirrel mail like John C. Dvorak uses over on No Agenda, but I do use Yahoo Mail for this account because, again, it's going back to like 2005. But the nice thing about having something like Yahoo Mail is I can do a search for all the emails that come in by any given sender. And I typed in cafe press and you know how many times over that 12 months, let's just pretend they had a check there for me and they didn't have my payee information. 
You know how many times they tried to contact me in that year to tell me they had money for me that was going to expire? None. <laughs> I mean, how crazy is that? You have my email address. It's a valid email address. It's an email address that I check. If ever once you would have sent an email that said, hey, you've crossed the threshold. We can't hold this money here any longer. That's been here for like 13 years. We can't do this anymore. We need to have your payment information. We need to know where to send your cash, man. I would have responded. I would have given them the address or I'd have been like, hey, I'll just use it to buy T-shirts. because That's what I wanted to do anyway. But this seems to me to be a very scammy practice because you didn't try to contact me and you're just saying the money's gone and it's in your internal system and the money's just gone. So I replied to them basically just saying what I just said to you. I, you have my email address. How can this be rectified? I can't believe your company's policy is to intentionally screw your creators. The response I got was, thank you for getting back with us. I'm so sorry for the inconvenience. Please fill out your payee information. If you do not, we will have no way of paying you. Thank you and have a great day. So I decided, well, okay, I'll go fill out my payee information because it seems like maybe they're going to get this fixed. Maybe if I put my payee information in, that $94.47 will magically reappear and they will be able to pay me. So I did that. I tried that and I updated the pay me information, payee information. It didn't work at first because their system is also set up in a way which is maybe intentionally trying to screw people. I don't know. This may be something they're trying to get away with because if you went in, there were two ways to check where you could be paid. One was, Pay me via PayPal. Seems easy enough. You put your email address in there. And then the next section, which is this is the little thing where you have to click the little radio button. And if you click the one, it turns the other one off. So you can only choose either PayPal or check. So I choose PayPal. I put the email address in. There was a box under check asking for royalty payable to. You put your name in there. Except I wasn't asking to get paid by check, I was asking to get paid by PayPal. So I filled the whole thing out, and obviously because I didn't fill that box out, even though it kind of looked like the thing submitted and saved the information, it didn't. So that seems a little scammy. I mean, if it's a radio thing, you're only accepting one or the other. Why do I need to fill in both? Cafe Press? I mean, maybe you need better web guys. I don't know. That's possible. But I finally got my payee information put into the system, you know, including my social security number. So I guess I'm probably going to get screwed on that one. I should have a service or watching for that because I don't know if I trust Cafe Press at this point. The reply I got after saying, okay, here, I filled out the payee information. Now you're going to pay me, right? The response from Cafe Press, thank you for your reply. We are forwarding your information over to our accounting department to see if they can reissue the royalties. We'll let you know. Thank you for your understanding. <laughs> you don't know me. You think I have understanding about this? You stole $94.47 from me. There is no understanding when it comes to somebody stealing money from somebody else. I'm sorry, that's theft. In the state of Illinois and maybe a lot of other states, even gift cards have fallen under a problem because there used to be a lot of gift cards that would either slowly lose the money on the card if it wasn't used by a certain date or it would all of a sudden you would get to the date to where it would expire 
and all the money would be lost. There were companies like Restaurant.com, who's almost out of business, thank God, because they were another horrible company. But they were the company that would be like, we'll sell you a $25 gift certificate for a restaurant, but you have to spend at least $50. But for that $25 gift card, you'll only pay five. Well, those had expiration dates on them. And the state of Illinois came back with, it always has to be worth the money that you paid. So if you take that $25 gift card, if you let it expire, it still had to be worth that $5 you, that you paid for it. It can never go to zero because of these gift card scams. And this is really something that I believe would fall completely under that, which maybe I do have a friend that knows the state's attorney of Illinois. So maybe I will just have to make a phone call and find out where this really falls into that, where you have money sitting as a balance and a company just goes, eh, you know, we just, it was 12 months. We just, we got rid of it. We didn't email you. No, we didn't know. We didn't know where to send the check. We, what, what could we do? We, oh, you, we, oh, you, we had your email. Huh? I guess that takes that excuse right out. But unfortunately the people at cafe press, you know, they always ask there, these, these emails always end with, if there's anything else I can do for do for you, please let me know. So I asked, I'm like, okay, this was after a few days of this, letting it sit, going to their accounting department. Cause I don't know. I would think this going to the accounting department would be pretty easy. We screwed this guy out of his money. Let's give it back. I mean, I don't know how many days it takes for cafe press to decide whether or not they really want to screw you out of your money or whether they're going to refund it. But after a couple of days, I decided to just check in with, you know, hey, is there anybody I can contact in the accounting department? How do I know what's going on here? Rather than you just telling me, hey, you know, we'll let you know if they decide to give you your money back. Because it's like, no, no, I'm not going away. I mean, if anything, I mean, my wife says, it's this, this podcasting thing may be a little bit of a sickness. Because the first thing I was like, you know what? This may cost me $94.47, but it's going to be really good for a podcast. It's going to be really good for a rant. And, um, I mean, maybe it is, maybe that's the whole reason why this happened. So I can vent to you. I don't know, but it's also warning you to stay away from cafe press. But after I asked them, Hey, can I talk to somebody in your accounting department? The response was, unfortunately, no, there is no one in accounting that you can contact. And I wonder why, why can't I contact anybody in accounting at cafe press? Do you have them locked in a basement somewhere? I'm getting, the, I'm getting the vibe that this company's very evil, that I can't contact anyone in their accounting department. They continued with, we are waiting to hear back from them to see if they will even be able to put your commission back in your account. We will let you know when we hear back from them. Thank you. <laughs> wow. Biggest scam that I've run into in a whole long time. And this is something again, because I had dealt with Cafe Press. I had some stuff printed up. A couple of t-shirts I still have from years ago, and they're wearing fairly well. So I thought they did a decent job of what they did. But I went to an old site, one that I haven't been to in a long time, that used to be the Bible that you would go to when you were doing any kind of shopping online, especially for computer parts. I went to resellerratings.com. And it turns out there were 456 reviews of Cafe Press on resellerratings.com, and they work on a 10 scale. And Cafe Press was rated 2.37 out of 10. I mean, 
I guess there's a lot of people having problems with Cafe Press. I mean, that's that's a low number, 2.37 out of 10. That's uh, That's a lot of very unhappy people, and rightfully so. And it's one thing if they just get your T-shirt order screwed up or they send you a T-shirt that disintegrates in the wash after one or two washes. The fact that they took $94.47 that was sitting in my account for years and magically made it disappear without contacting me, without sending any information about this happening, is nothing short of criminal. And it might actually be a crime in the state of Illinois. So we will let you know when we follow up on this. We'll see if Cafe Pressed, maybe by next week, maybe by episode 51, we'll have heard back from them and they will have had a change of heart and will have refunded the money that they owe me because I can't believe it would be legal anywhere in the United States just to have somebody's commissions go away. Like, well, we didn't have your payment information, so it disappeared. I mean, every state has a website. The government has them up where you go for lost funds. It is not legal to just take money that is owed to somebody else and be like, well, uh, our terms of service say this. And I went and read their terms of service and I was the whole thing in their help section about getting paid nowhere in the getting paid portion of their website in the help portion of their website. Nowhere does it say if we don't have your payment information, you are forfeiting your money. So this is my warning to you. Cafe press, avoid them like the plague. So far, Teespring seems good, but you know what? I haven't gotten any money yet, so I don't know how that's all going to work out, but they seem like a legitimate company. Something maybe that Cafe Press at this point, I don't know about, because you can't talk to the people in the accounting department. We took your money. You can't talk to anybody. Just wait for us to get back to you. (laughs) Yeah, Cafe Press, I don't think I'm going to be getting any more t-shirts printed up there, but hey, if I do get some random thoughts, shirts made up, some grumpy old Ben shirts. We'll throw them up on Teespring and we'll let you know where to find those because they look like they have some cool products. You can even get socks made. Who knew you can get custom socks? Seems like kind of a cool idea. And before we wrap up episode 50 of the Random Thoughts podcast, let me just say once again, one more time, thank you for coming along on the ride. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thanks for all of the comments, the kind words the donations, everything all put together has made this a whole lot of fun. If you want to subscribe, go to randomthoughts.com, R-A-N-D-U-M-B thoughts.com. Click one of those subscribe buttons. You can do it on Apple. You can do it on Android. You can do it in the email. We can't do it in the road, but you were close enough. Get the random thoughts almost anywhere you want. And that certainly helps. If you can throw us a rating on something like iTunes or a review into one of these podcast apps that allow you to review, that helps as well. And if you want to do a donation thing, randomthoughts.com, click that little donation button. We appreciate everything that comes in and we appreciate everybody for listening. So here's to another 50 episodes, maybe less ranting, maybe more. It's hard to say. You can reach out to me at randomthoughtspodcast at gmail.com on Twitter at random, R-A-N-D-U-M-B podcast, or my personal Twitter, Darren O'Neill, D-A-R-R-E-N-O-N-E-I-L-L. So until next time, I am Darren O'Neill. Thanks for listening.